I'm Shirley, and I am a futuristic thinker who is also a rebel for change. Are you ready to step up to the next level and explore the wonderful adventures you can co-create? Let's rise together and create a world that reflects the truth of who we really are. I am the author of the award-winning book, Conversations with the Little Girl Within, a journey of forgiveness, healing, and liberation from unresolved childhood issues. I've been on a spiritual path for more than 25 years, and I have a degree in Christian ministries. I've also owned a successful, award-winning nonprofit organization. I am a new thought leader and an intuitive practitioner who is passionate about helping you learn to live from the inside out. I am spiritual, but I keep it real. On today's podcast, let's talk about a real-life issue that women deal with, and that is divorce. One of the most challenging tasks a woman can encounter is accepting the end of a marriage. According to the National Institute of Health, in 2012, Hawkins, Willoughby, and Dowdery found that the most endorsed reasons for divorce, 55% of the people cited they were growing apart, 53% said they're not able to talk together, And 40% cited the reason for divorce as how one's spouse handled money. In 2003, Amato and Pravati found when divorced individuals were asked open-endedly to provide the reasons for divorce, the most cited reasons were 21.6% said infidelity, 19.2% said incompatibility, and 10.6% said drinking, or drug use. A statewide survey in Oklahoma found the most commonly checked reasons for divorce from a list of choices, 85% cited lack of commitment, 61% cited conflict or arguing, 58% of the people polled cited infidelity or extramarital affairs as a reason for divorce. In 2001, C.A. Johnson and others did an international study and found the most highly endorsed reasons for divorce were marrying too young, communication problems, incompatibility, spousal abuse, drug and alcohol use, religious differences, failures to get along, lack of love, lack of commitment, and childlessness. In a few minutes, you're going to learn what I believe is the main reason most marriages end in divorce and why most relationships don't make it to the altar. But before we talk about that, let's start with what most women were programmed to believe, whether consciously or unconsciously, for decades about marriage through cultural or environmental messaging. Last week, I was speaking to a group of baby boomer women on the subject of marriage and relationships. And one of the ladies pointed out that women of a certain age were taught for decades to depend on a man to take care of them. And when she mentioned that, I quickly thought back to the theme of a few Turner Classic movies that I've watched over time. And that theme that a man's supposed to take care of them seemed to be prevalent in a lot of those movies. It seems typical for a damsel in financial distress 
to set her eyes on a rich man to marry and take care of her. Another theme I noticed in a lot of those movies is that when a daughter is old enough to leave her parents' home and she doesn't have any skills or plans to go to college or anything, and her parents didn't want her to have a life of poverty, so they diligently set out to matchmake her with the most eligible, wealthy bachelor in town. So their main goal was to find her a rich husband to take care of her. And here we are in the 21st century, and unfortunately, many women still hold on to the belief that a man should take care of me. And unfortunately, for some of those women, any man will do as long as he has the financial means. Too many times, women get involved in an incompatible relationship, and many even marry a man that she barely knows or even likes just to have someone take care of her. Don't get me wrong, that works both ways as well. There are many men out there with the same ulterior motives. They look for gullible women to flatter and eventually to use as a meal ticket. Yep, ladies, men do it too. And when you do end up in a relationship with a man that's looking for a meal ticket, you end up taking care of a grown-ass man who's about to turn your world upside down. With all the dating, gaming going on, what's a woman to do? When I look over the statistics cited above, what stood out for me is the matter of incompatibility. And let's talk about that because that, dear ladies, is the beginning of your relationship bliss or your relationship blizzard. And by the way, good sex does not make two people compatible. Let's take a close look at the word incompatible. As an adjective, it means not compatible, incapable of association or harmonious coexistence, unsuitable for use together because of undesirable chemical or physiological effects, incapable of blending into a stable, homogeneous mixture. Words that are synonymous for incompatible are clashing, conflicting, disagreeing, inconsistent, and repugnant. This is what happens when you engage in a relationship with a person you are not compatible with. That relationship will begin to show signs of conflict. The two of you are always disagreeing. There's inconsistency or one or the other's behavior. And as the relationship begins to die, it quickly becomes repugnant. If you are in a relationship with someone you are incompatible with, you are settling for less happiness than you deserve, and you could also be setting yourself up for a failed relationship. Here it is, ladies, in a nutshell. What I believe is the main reason most marriages end in divorce is that two people were incompatible and have been from the beginning of that relationship. Compatibility is a key to having a lasting relationship. So how do you know if you're compatible with someone? It takes time. As the old adage goes, time will tell. You can't know in a few months or even after a few sexual encounters. It takes at least a year to three years to really get to know a person. A person can only pretend to be of a certain character for so long, about six months at the most. Then the psychological guards come down and they will reveal their true nature. Ladies, all you have to do is hold out long enough for them to show you who they really are. While you're dating an individual, 
or going out with them or whatever y'all want to call it these days, if they if that person demonstrates a behavior that doesn't align with your values and what you need in a relationship, then you determine if you want to continue in that relationship or get the heck out as quickly and safely as possible. Here's a tip. First of all, you have to know your values and understand what you need in a relationship. And if you don't, you need to figure it out as quickly as possible. Dating is like an interview. During the getting to know you phase of dating, a woman should always be very attentive to how that person acts with herself and around other people, how they speak to you and how they speak to other people. You have to be on guard. Don't be one of those silly women laden with sin and diverse lusts that allow smooth talking eye candy to creep into your house and lead you astray. If you get the dating process down in the beginning, you can eliminate a lot of the heartache later on. And if you do make it to the altar, your marriage won't be another failed statistic. I hope these podcasts are helpful in you growing in awareness and discovering your true nature. Email me at aspireme2.0 at gmail.com and let me know how you're progressing on your journey of spiritual transformation. Thank you for listening. Namaste.